Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to talk about a recipe that I got from attending a thing at the local power company one time about, oh, I don't know, 28 years ago, 30 years ago. And it was a uh, it was sponsored by Penn Power, and it was a cooking program to teach you how to use all those delightful modern conveniences that we have in our kitchens, how to get the most out of your tools, your kitchen tools, and save on your electric bill. That was kind of the topic of this thing. So basically, they had uh, microwave recipes and food processor recipes, blender recipes stove, you know, all sorts of different recipes. It was very interesting. And they gave you this little book at the end, and it had this item in it, and it was the most unique thing at the time that I have ever heard of doing, and I thought, this is this is pretty cool. This is an interesting side dish, and uh, I make it sometimes, oh, I don't know, not every Thanksgiving, but just about Eh, maybe every other Thanksgiving or so. So we're going to post this episode a little bit early so you have it for Thanksgiving. And I'm going to tell you about the, as we have called it, because we couldn't think of a good name, (laughs) the Harvest Stuffed Pumpkin. This is a really neat thing. It's actually a whole pumpkin. And it's a pumpkin about the size of a, I don't know, about the size of a volleyball probably. Maybe a little smaller than that. But it's a pie pumpkin. You can usually get them at the grocery store. Uh, If you have a local farm market, they would probably still have them. But they're a little more dense, small pumpkin. They're usually kind of like a dark orange color with little brown flecks on them. And that's how you can tell them they don't look like a regular orangey-orange Halloween pumpkin. They're a little bit darker color. And they all seem, they're all about the same size. And that's the size pumpkin you want to do this with. You don't want to do it with a big pumpkin because you're going to be filling it up with things that are very expensive. So you don't want to, you don't want to have to, you know, shell out $60 to fill up a pumpkin. So what you're going to do is get your little pumpkin and it should have a nice stem on it because the, you're going to have a lid on it. So you're going to need the stem. Okay. So you're going to get your pumpkin and wash it before you start. Always, always when you're using, um, pumpkins, watermelons, cantaloupes, any sort of a melon or an edible gourd like pumpkin, butternut squash, anything. Wash them thoroughly because they can have bacteria on them. They're dirty. They haul them in the backs of trucks. See where I'm going with this? So should you use dish soap to wash them That is what I typically do. I use um, regular dish soap, and I use a scrubber, and I scrub them really well, and then I rinse them really well just to make sure that everything's off of them because they, they are... You know, they're, they, who knows, they roll around in a crate in a truck, whatever, they're in the grocery store, people are touching them. And it's something that you cut through the skin of, so your knife will drag everything that's on the skin of that melon, pumpkin, whatever, squash. It'll drag it straight through and down into the meat that you're going to be eating. So, you know, just think, because I know people think, I don't eat the skin. Yes, but there's still stuff on the skin. So, wash everything. Not that I'm a total germaphobe or anything, but, you know, let's be thinking here. (laughs) Now, you wash your little pumpkin. What you want to do is you want to cut the top of it off in such a way that the top will sit on the pumpkin. 
meaning you want to cut it off kind of flat across the top as opposed to, you know, when you're carving a jack-o'-lantern, sometimes you tend to angle the knife in and you have a more sloped edge on it. You don't want that. You want it to be reasonably flat because if you don't have it reasonably flat, when you bake this pumpkin, the lid is going to fall down inside, okay? So I'm going to have pictures of this on my Facebook page. You'll be able to see step-by-step, and we may possibly also do a live video of this closer to Thanksgiving about the time we release the podcast so that you can see how we did it. You're going to get, you got your pumpkin, you cut the lid off. Now you have to clean all the gack out of it. The gack is the seeds in that stringy crap. Is that the technical term? It is. The gack. (laughs) (laughs) That's my technical term, and I like it, and I use a lot. The yucky stuff. Yeah. So you're going to take, clean off the lid, take the seeds out, um, take all the stringy stuff out, and then get a nice big serving spoon and scrape around the inside of the pumpkin so you can remove any loose gack that might be in there. So this is, other than the lid, just like you would prepare a pumpkin when you're carving it. Yes, if you're going to make a jack-o'-lantern, yes. Okay. So you got it nicely cleaned out, rinse it out with a little bit of water, make sure there's nothing loose in there, and then you can either, I know a lot of people don't like to use a microwave, so... If you don't mind using a microwave, you can put your pumpkin in the microwave for four or five minutes just to get it started to cook because it takes a long time to cook a pumpkin in the oven. So you want to get it heated up and get it a little bit hot in there so that it's kind of cooking when you put your other stuff in. It won't take so long in the oven then. If you don't want to use a microwave, you can put it on a baking sheet or in a baking dish. And what I did is I put it in I have a small stoneware dish it's about an eight inch diameter dish and it the pumpkin fits perfectly in it I set it in there and bake it and then I can serve it in that too okay so you get your pumpkin put it in the dish cover the top with foil and put it in your oven for about 20 minutes and that's not a bad way to do it because you're heating your oven up and you can be getting all your stuff ready while the pumpkin is pre-baking do you leave leave the pumpkin lid on and cover that with foil, or no. the lid is off? The lid is off and setting in a safe place, okay. away from small children and pets. So, you, you got your pumpkin heating. Now, this is what you're going to fill it with. I happen to have a lot of dried fruit and nuts in my house because I use them in my baking mixes. And I we also eat, I don't know, we make up our own trail mix. We just eat them as a snack. So I have a ton of dried fruit here. If you don't have a ton of dried fruit or you don't like a lot of different kinds of dry fruit, you can pick and choose what you want to put in this. So what you want to do is get about three-fourths cup of each of these items. Cranberries, blueberries, cherries. These are all dried now. Cranberries, blueberries, cherries, apples. And I got the apples that are in little chunks like um, black raisins, golden raisins, walnuts, and pecans. You can also add almonds, which I couldn't find my almonds, so I didn't keep looking for them. But you can add any kind of nut that you want to put in there, any kind of dried fruit that you want to put in there, whatever you like, okay? But you're going to need about, let's see, I have three, six, you're going to need about eight different things to put in there. To fill that up. And if you use about three-fourths of a cup of each one, it works out just about right. 
So what you want to do is you're going to layer these into the pumpkin. And I put about a fourth of each of, I had them each in a little dish. So I had my cranberries in a little dish, you know, whatever. And then I took about a fourth of what was in the dish and put it in the pumpkin. So I put fourth of the cranberries, fourth of the blueberries, fourth of the cherries on down the list. And then repeated and repeated until I everything was in there. And it came just about up to the top of the pumpkin. So once you get all that inside, you put two tablespoons of butter on top. You cut it up in little pieces and put it on top. Salted or unsalted butter? You can use salted or unsalted. If you don't eat butter, you can also use any other sort of butter type spread, like the ones that are completely vegetable. You could use anything because the butter is, is just a flavor for this. And also to add a little bit of moisture inside of the pumpkin while it's cooking. So you could use any type of spread that you like, butter, whatever, about two tablespoons. And then about a fourth of a cup of honey and just pour that over the top and it'll sink down inside. So, you know, the butter will melt, the honey will sink down inside. Now you're going to set the lid on top of your pumpkin. Make sure you get it lined up where you cut it, you know, so it fits very nicely and put it in a 350 degree oven and bake for about 45 minutes. I'd say 45 minutes to an hour. Because what you're going to have at the end, the pumpkin flesh is baked. So when you serve this, you scoop down the side of the pumpkin and get a bunch of nice soft pumpkin and a bunch of dried fruit and nuts. And it's a very nice, um, it makes a very nice salad for the meal. It makes a nice side dish for the meal. And it even makes a nice dessert for the meal. So it could do any of those things. It's a really, really delicious and unique dish and also, it's very cool when you serve it because it's just a pumpkin, you know, it's a pumpkin. And you lift the top off and it has all these delicious things inside. And it's just enough, like, it's not super sweet. You can actually have honey there to put on it, you know, when you serve it, if people want a little more honey on it. Or raw sugar, also good. And it's just, it's good. It's very filling. The, the different flavors, like, you get the sweetness and tartness of the various dried fruits and then the nuts when they're heated, they just um, they just have such a delicious flavor. And then the pumpkin, it's just such a, oh, it's I love it. It's just really good. I, it, can you tell I just ate a bowl of it, like, right before we recorded this? It was very good. So um, I hope you give that a try. I think you'll think it's really cool. It's, it's um, but like I said, it's something that you, you don't see it. So you, nobody, like, if you're invited somewhere and you take this, People be like amazed. It's really an awesome thing to take, you know. And if you don't eat meat or if you have dietary restrictions of any sort, this is a very nice dish to take um, for those situations where people maybe, you know, you can't have sugar. You you could use uh, unsweetened dried fruit, which does exist. All those things. So I think it's a very nice uh, it's a very nice dish to take to share. So I hope you give it a try and let me know if you do. And if you have any questions, you can always hit me up on my Facebook page, Mary Mac Bakehouse. I just want to remind everybody too: my store, Standing Chimney, open every Saturday in November, and we're also open for Black Friday, which is a thing in the United States. The Friday after Thanksgiving, people go for some reason they go shopping at like midnight on Thanksgiving Day, and they shop all night, and then they're fried on the next day. So our store is open from 11 to 7 on Friday to help you recover from your Black Friday shopping experience. You can come in and have delicious coffee and tea and refreshments. And You should make one of these pumpkins for that. 
Hey, I could. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Producer Anna. So, yeah, we're open every Saturday until uh, December 2nd. And then if you go to MaryMacPodcast.com, you will find on our web store that during the month of November, you get free shipping. That's correct. You can order mixes to give to your friends or to try if you've never tried one, and we won't charge you anything. We well, will... we'll we'll charge you, but not for the oh, yeah. shipping. Yeah, for, yeah. <laughs> we'll charge you for the mixes, but not for the shipping. I should clarify that. Good grief. <laughs> we don't want to be just giving things away. For goodness sakes, we have to make a little bit of money to pay for our wine habit. So, <laughs> um, so if you'd like to uh, go to our website and order some mixes and items and there's all sorts of oh good grief we have all sorts of mixes on there scone mixes muffin mixes all of our muffin mixes are oat brand muffin mixes which are very high in fiber and healthy they are low sugar we use only raw sugar we use unbleached flour Um, we use oat bran and oatmeal and they're very healthy and delicious But, but despite all of the healthy stuff they are delicious yeah despite all of that delicious high fiber healthiness they're still good so go and check us out we'd love to hear from you be sure to check us out on social media on facebook and instagram at mary mac bakehouse and on twitter at mary mac mixes thanks a lot for listening if you did and if you didn't too bad for you